This is a HeadGum Podcast. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Browsing the most funded tab of Kickstarter, one quickly sees a pattern. A rash of feature-laden over-designed gadgetry, board game adaptations of existing video games, and derivative card games with random and or edgelord sensibilities, all of which raise millions, whether a finished product was delivered or not. But there's an anomaly among the smart grills and Cards Against Humanity clones named things like Bears vs. Babies, a feature film starring, written, and directed by Hollywood sitcom actor Zach Braff. In 2013, Scrub star Braff launched a Kickstarter for a self-financed film to runaway success, inspiring subsequent Kickstarters by Hollywood IP like Veronica Mars and Mystery Science Theater 3000. The next year, he released his Kickstarter-funded film Wish I Was Here to middling reception. The film's story, centered on an underemployed actor whose financial straits mean he can no longer afford to send his kids to a fancy private school, forcing him to homeschool them, public school bizarrely considered unthinkable, failed to connect with audiences, despite their emotional and financial investment. But that investment was all predicated on the rapturous reception of Braff's previous directorial outing, his 2004 film about a different underemployed actor who meets a manic pixie dream girl and learns he doesn't need a psychiatric medication after all. While often mocked for its earnestness and college freshman mixtape soundtrack, the film was critically praised at the time and was a genuine indie hit at the box office. And a central character in this film is the titular location to which Braff's character returns home, the Garden State, New Jersey. And it's New Jersey where, in 1971, a 17-year-old Peter Cancro purchased the Jersey Shore sandwich shop where he worked, with financial help not from Kickstarter, but rather a substantial personal loan from his high school football coach. Cancro's ambition and acumen helped grow the single shop into a small chain, and in 1987, a franchise, its wheels greased by the mix of red wine vinegar and olive oil dubbed the juice that's doused on its subs. By 2014, the year Wish I Was Here hit theaters, the chain had 750 locations. And unlike Braff's quixotic directing career, this Garden State original found even greater success thereafter today with over 1,500 locations and counting. This week on Doughboys, we return to Jersey Mike Subs. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger along with my co-host, Buzz's girlfriend, Woof, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. So I'm... What? I'm Buzz's girlfriend, Woof? Buzz's girlfriend, Woof. The line from the movie. The line from Home Alone. Now, this episode's coming out in January, but a Christmas movie, probably on James W.'s brain, who sent that in. We're recording... Well, of course, I didn't like the roast. It, it was that was, a, that was like one of the producer's sons in a wig, right, for that... For the for Buzz's girlfriend, yes, yes, because because the director didn't want to, he didn't want to be like, oh, this this little girl is ugly, so he's like, oh, we'll mm-hmm. we'll do a we'll put a wig on a boy, yeah, good move, yeah, um, 
but uh, yeah, no, bad roast. I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, James W. also writes, do you guys have any memorable favorite kids meal toys from back in the day? I have fond memories of the men in black toys from Burger King when I was a kid. James W., that is not the purpose of the Roast Spoon Man email. So don't try to sneak a feedback yeah. question in with nice your roast. Try. Nice try. But we're not going to answer it. You liked when HBO did like the the hung toys at uh, at McDonald's, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was at Arby's. Weird combo. <laughs> oh, Arby's. Okay. Yeah. But anatomically correct. I just finished Mad Men. Wow. I'm a little behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the series, but uh, Don Draper, a bit of a rascal. He has a reputation for some rascal-like behavior. I know I'm behind on this. I know it's a late tick, but yes, he's a little bit of a rascal. Yeah, kind of a scoundrel, um, mm-hmm. a rake, if you will, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but with some redeeming qualities. Yes, yeah, still, yeah, still, it's like Roger as well. They're both both, both likable. Now Roger, we're watching. I'm watching Sterling. Same thing. I'm watching Sopranos with my mom for her first time. I've seen it before. Very exciting. Very exciting rewatch. Uh, very exciting to show that to somebody for the first time. I'd be interested in rewatching Sopranos and seeing what I what my take was. Hey, there you go. Maybe we got a little mini series. Dopranos. Hmm. Sweaty. I've actually never <laughs> seen the Sopranos, so I would do that. Emma. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a quality you should show. Watch it. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like how it encourages mob violence, but. Oh, I like that stuff. No, it glamorizes the mafia. I think that's wrong. <laughs> Crime is a sin. Crime is a sin. Yes. Why? Did you make your big? Has your big announcement been made yet, or not? Yes, this episode will be out in January, uh, and you know, people will know that I shall not eat meat this year. That I am going veggie for twenty twenty one. And I also have an announcement. Yes. I shall be going all meat this year. <laughs> wow. Not a veggie Full to be carnivore. had. Uh-huh. No veggies the, allowed. The Jordan Peterson diet. Yeah. Almost almost killed him. I was deciding on which way I should go. If I should go, I'm going vegan this year to try to top you. Uh-huh. But I felt like the meat thing was more believable. <laughs> <laughs> be impressed if you commit to it. Um, hey, Mitch, while we're making announcements, mm-hmm. here's a big one. You know, this past Tuesday on the Doughboys Double, our Patreon episode, we had a contest called The Drop-Off. In fact, the entire episode was mm-hmm. dedicated to The Drop-Off. Uh, you, me, Emma, and uh, our associate producer, The Drop King, Robert Persinger, judged a bunch of drops, 10 drops that were sent in, yeah. and picked one ultimate winner, and that winner who won the Golden Turd Award for Best Drop, gets their drop played on this episode. That is their prize. Are you trying to take control of the drops? I control the drops. No one's just, taking control of the drops. I'm just you, I'm just setting this up. I'm giving some context. You just had Not a, everyone who listens to the show has the fucking Patreon. You just had your little I'm the captain now moment with me, and that's bullshit. Well, I am the captain now. You're not I've the always captain been the now. captain. You've never I'm been the, the captain. captain now. That's fucking bullshit. I'm the captain now. Look at me. I'm the captain. <laughs> You're now. not the captain. I am. I'm the, I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. And I'm going to say, howdy ho to Spoon Nation. You can't do that. More like Captain Crunch. 
I'm not Captain Crunch. You're Captain Crunch. You're the Captain Crunch now. More like Captain Lunch. I don't know. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's play the drop then, Wags. Here we go. Here's a little drop. The drop winner. Hold on. Wow. That one? Yeah, that was the best of the bunch. That's... What a shitty contest. (laughs) Here's my attempt at killing any goodwill I may have earned with the drop that had my two-year-old son on vocals. In case the the lyrics aren't entirely understandable, I tried. Here they are. Drives in silence with his thoughts. People think he's a robot. Even likes his salads hot. It's Waggy. I'm in love. He's not fat. He's Quincy sized. Fuck you. He's got lovely <laughs> squinty eyes. Ma feeds him crisp oven fries. I'm. It's Spoonman. I'm in love. Platinum Plate Club is where we celebrate, but Spoonman always shows up late. That's the whole thing, and that's Very from good. Ben. Ben was the winner. The Cure plus uh, Doughboys. Waggy. I'm in love. That's the winner of the drop off. But Wags. Yes. I think this is another turd. I think we should flush this thing. Yeah, I think the war, the winner of the golden turd deserves the same fate as all other turds. Let's uh let's flush it, Emma. All right. There it goes. Our Sorry, poor, Ben. Our poor guest thinks that we've this podcast has turned into like a drive time radio <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> Sucks. Well, hey, we're thrilled to have him in any in any event. Why did you take did you did you take your vaccine, the COVID vaccine? Yeah, the well, podcasters get it first, mm-hmm. as you know. Uh, Mayor Garcetti in a, here in LA has classified and this is true podcasters as essential workers. Mm-hmm. That's a true. So fact. it is. It's true. We are. Mm-hmm. It is legal for us to do whatever we need to do to conduct our business because we are essential. Apparently, that's right to the local economy. So yeah, we got we got vac- we got to the front of the line. We got vaccines, but I pushed a nurse aside. <laughs> I pushed one aside. I wasn't I wasn't going to put the vaccine. I just saw one on the street, pushed her over. <laughs> Why does the world deserve the cure? Uh, I tell you what, it certainly deserves the cure as referenced in that drop. <laughs> the Robert Smith cure. That's true. That's very true. And you know what? Maybe things will go back to normal, huh? I mean, even though it didn't, it, nothing changed for a ton of assholes yeah. across the world. So who cares? Yeah, who cares? Uh, hey, you know, speaking of uh, uh, musicians and jazzy tunes, mm-hmm. hey, we got a great guest today. <laughs> He's an actor, comedian, and musician from Kroll Show, and his new album, Abracadabra, California, is available now. John Daly. John, thank you for coming back. Butchered. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Abracadabra, California. Yeah. Abracadabra, California. Yeah. Abracadabra, California. Butchered. Yeah. 
butchered. I'll take this again. His new album, Abracadabra-lafornia, is available now. Abracadabra-lafornia. You fucked up. You fucked up. Stop it. it I'm the captain now. Stop it. Oh, shit. Hey, wait. I I gotta say, I shouldn't say we don't care. We care about everyone who's been affected by COVID. I got in my head just a second ago, but I... Oh, don't, no one, no one, don't worry about that. <laughs> You're fine. No one, no one thought that. Thanks All for right, making good. that clear. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe some people did take that at face value. It, it seems yeah. we do have a lot of listeners people who seem who to don't not care like, either. like or understand jokes. Yes, that's true. To not know that this is, I mean, it's it's barely a comedy podcast anyway, so yes. I, who can blame is that them? On, is that on us? Is it our fault? It might be more on us. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. This fucking world. All right, moving on. Yeah, daily. While we're, while we're talking about uh, while we're on this topic, of what? it's yeah. been long enough. This this lockdown has been long enough where this mm-hmm. is your second quarantine episode, which wow. is it's it's staggering that enough time has passed where we're doing this a second time. Crazy, yeah. I, how? Yeah. W- when was the first one? April or something? Yeah, May? something like that. Yeah, we were still having fun. Wow, that was that we were having quarantine fun <laughs> at that point. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Footloose and fancy free at that point. I was psyched about life. Just like, this is going to be two weeks. Let's yeah, go. Right. Um, but yeah, it's been rough. Everyone's going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's pretty, It's it's been pretty gnarly, but you're hanging in there, I assume. I'm hanging in there. Yeah. I got my dog. Um, uh, yeah. get Trying to get out of town, though the lockdown mm. Is rough. There are drones, uh, machine gun drones that will shoot you <laughs> yeah. if you go outside. Mm-hmm. No, it's like it, it hit some new level of of uh, scariness today, like like of of lockdown weirdness with Garcetti, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. We're recording this in December, and so as of this this date that we're recording it, the mayor in L.A. Uh, ha- released this this long like rambling statement that was like twelve typed pages explaining the lockdown ordinance that's made it sound like initially like no one was allowed to go outside for any reason and then had all these exemptions written in this legalese uh this indecipherable legalese that basically said that nothing was fundamentally changing and everyone can just still everyone still has to go to work or whatever it's so fucking (laughs) weird (laughs) yeah yeah current health and human services yeah like yes (laughs) secretary of the interior Former right. LA mayor, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's grim. Do you think? Do you think that? He, do you think he did it just to? I mean, if I were mayor, I would just I would make it so that no one could go outside except for me. I think that would be a fun abuse of power. Yeah, and you just work out in public with your Secret Service, and just run around and stretch really disgustingly. <laughs> oh man, somebody somebody put his IMDb profile on Twitter that uh, Eric Art. Garcetti, the LA mayor, and he works more than a lot of actors. I know he's like, it's like Phineas and Ferb. Um, like, you know, all these, he's been on so many shows, like, as himself. Yeah, just constant cameos. Yeah. Hey, he's got to keep busy somehow. Yeah. What else does he have on his plate? Yeah. Screaming at the uh, Black Lives Matter protesters outside his house, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, do you know, one of my first jobs in LA? I was uh, governor of California, Gavin uh, Newsom's wife, Jennifer Seibel, I think. She mm-hmm. made okay. a movie uh, She made a movie that I was a PA on. His current wife. His current wife, yes. Yeah. Maybe the future wow. first lady. Wow, it's possible. Crazy. If he stops eating at uh, 
at a what's we call it fucking where was he the French laundry French laundry, French laundry. Yeah. yeah everyone's got to go to the French laundry and get caught <laughs> it's like a rite of passage they're probably like you're not cool unless you get caught at the French laundry not social distancing why is we gonna get up there and get ourselves caught we gotta go I mean we yeah. have permission we have tacit permission we have mm-hmm. explicit permission as podcasters as essential workers we gotta get up there. You could call it a chain restaurant. There's been a chain of politicians who've been caught there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't that be some sort of like red or a red light? I was at least a yellow light to be like, I probably shouldn't go to the French laundry, the place where everyone's getting caught. You would think so. But I I don't know. I mean, I I think there's just a brazenness to being that powerful. You're just you Mm. can't. I think you're you're unable to see what you're like like you're unable to even understand what you're doing both like like the ethically and then also the optics of it i think you're so insulated from that that you don't know what that anything is wrong until someone criticizes you for it yeah yeah i don't know it's 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 bizarre it's bizarre to me i would think that if i was the person who is giving the ordinance and saying that everyone has to do this i would be the person who most of all wants to follow those rules like like i would i would think that's a that's a total lead by example moment but i i guess a lot of people aren't wired that way it'll be tough because that's you just come off like a huge ass dork and so i kind of want i like a little (laughs) yeah be cool man Be cool like the president. Don't wear a mask. Flout the laws and recommendations and demonize doctors. That's what's cool. Doctors are losers now. (laughs) The worst. Yeah. Threaten their wives. (laughs) Threaten their husbands. (laughs) <laughs> um, Daily, I wanted to ask you something. This is a topic we've never discussed, not on pod, or I don't even think IRL. I don't think we've discussed this in any context, but you are a sax man. You're a saxophonist. Yeah. I'm a sax man. I'm a single reed sax player wow. um, type. Very cool. Why is it double reed? Um, I'm not a double reed. Yeah, that's that's. those are uh, more difficult and require a larger amount of breath control than the single reed, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I... I but I Do did they start as a good? single read. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> sax got a cool sound. It's true. Sax sounds cool as hell. And I did actually play saxophone. I play, you know, I, I started in the single read world before uh, expanding oh. to, to include double reads. So I, I started on clarinet and then I played alto sax. And for a time I played alto sax and berry sax, though I dabbled in all of the saxes. Wow. Uh, and then I and, and I play and I picked up bassoon ultimately. But uh, you, you're, you're uh, from from pictures. I, I believe God. you're an alto man. I'm an alto man for the purposes of that is where what I was raised on. And if Got you're it. singing and performing and doing like having a baritone's a little rough. They're really large. Yes. Um, or a, or a tenor rather. Either um, tenors are pretty big too. Yeah. A baritone, they they sound the best. I would say baritones. Um, are great sounding that the low range really really beautiful. Uh, but alto saxes are just so portable that it, yes. it kind of just makes sense. But I just went on a a short a tour with a band, Man Man, that had a real saxophone player. And what I realized is that the saxophone is just as infinite, or just may, maybe this is true of of reed instruments or some a lot of horns or something. But like 
the way that he plays it is he sings notes with his throat. So he's singing at the same time as playing a note. So wow. within those two things, you can do so you can do almost infinite musical things with saxophones, which I didn't really realize. Like he was going like with his voice and then kind of like harmonizing his voice and then dissonancing his voice with his uh, the notes that he was playing on the sax and therefore bending those notes, but also harmonizing with them in a certain way through like a, uh, an electrified, you know, or a, a mic'd sax. And that was uh, pretty incredible. Guys. That's cool. That sounds I'm awesome. here for any questions about sax. Sax. That sounds rad. That's, a, that's um, yeah. an advanced technique. It is cool. Yeah, it's cool. You made it sound much cooler than Weiger, too, by the way, who's who's he's like a doctor. Weiger is like Dr. Dork when he describes his. <laughs> hey, Dr. Dork. <laughs> hey, Dr. Dork, give me the vaccine. <laughs> the fucking give me the vaccine. When the doctor when you're getting a little when the doctor is feeling your ball for a lump wags, fucking wedgie right. wedgie that bitch when he's bent over. <laughs> hey, Dr. Dork. <laughs> You feel any tumors on my ball? <laughs> How? Because you know, you imagine that probably some you know some four-eyed brainiacs mm -hmm. who are perhaps a little bit you know maligned in in middle school yeah. ultimately went the path and they they finished medical school and they became like you know a, a, a general practitioner. They became a doctor. They're saving lives, and then they end up in a situation where a bully fucking wedgies them. How? Yeah. Like, what? How defeated, the crushing must that moment be? You know what I'm going to say to them? Nah, uh, uh, not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Think they can get away yeah, with it? Yeah, it's become just as cool? humiliating, if not more. <laughs> yeah. There's no escape. Uh, so what did you, when did you get into saxophone, though? Did, you started playing as a kid? I did. I started on piano, and then I, I kind of took up the sax in fourth grade and had this sax and then in high school i had like a school sax in the high school my parents bought me a like some sort of sax and i i had that and then i started and then i stopped doing band like junior and senior year year of high school and then just when i was kind of in new york i would just like take it out sometimes and play and improvise and kind of just learned how to improvise you know badly but still kind of you can you can kind of make a sax sound really good you know not yeah. being like super good at it but now i've pr i've just practiced enough that i i can play a lot of stuff and it's it's fun i like it a lot yeah so i'm making an album um next year every song has a sax solo in it um wow. so oh, that all different kinds of songs funny songs and uh and all sax based um yeah that's awesome yeah that's the gimmick uh, I I, uh, yeah, that, that's a, boy, the, the people that's who great. can really just solo in with a saxophone, it's just, it's just like, it's such an awesome sound that some of my favorite music to listen to is like, you know, you put on some Sonny Rollins or some Cannonball Adderley or you know, someone who just Dexter Gordon, someone who can just like fucking like, like sustain a solo and make that into its own thing. I'm just like, fuck, I love this. And I love just to kind of yeah. have it in the background while I'm doing something. Rest in peace, Leroy Moore, Wags from Dave Matthews Band. That's right. Great oh. saxophonist. He had a great he was sound great. to him. He was. He was R. awesome. R.I.P. 
All right, Pete. They're, they're dropping like flies. Sorry, that's terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible <laughs> thing to say about people. <laughs> but all I remember, because I'm not like really a fan of the music, all I remember about Dave Matthews Band is members dying. <laughs> it's terrible. He he was an AT, it was an ATV accident, which uh, oh which, boy, which has killed Oof. sadly. I, I know it's killed a couple celebrities, but he was it was yeah. a, an ATV accident. Very sad. Not nothing fun here. Why? Sorry to go down this no. path, but that's how he died. Ozzy Osbourne had a a year in yeah. traction from an ATV accident or something. Yeah, like that really. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're really deeply dangerous. <laughs> yes, man. Yeah, but pretty cool. Careful, right? Careful. They are cool. Yeah, they are cool. They're never see, cool as hell. You'll never see a doctor on one of those things. No, nope. not Doctor <laughs> Dork. Certainly, he's like, guys, I don't know. <laughs> they're not really- safe. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> Nobody's ever died on these things. <laughs> Dr. Dora. Hold my beer. <laughs> Mitch, oh you you're, you're sto- you have a saxophone story of your own, don't you? Am yes, I misremembering I, this? It was no, a saxophone. No, no. Yeah, I played. I sadly played. I just remember playing the Simpsons theme song on, on my saxophone for my grandparents. Like, And I remember just thinking that... <laughs> They were all thinking about how they only had like a few years left to live and were listening to this. <laughs> I mean, Did like that occurred to you during the solo. <laughs> during I mean, like I, I, I remember as a boy, like being like, this is like disappointing and bad. Like, like, you know, when you're like a kid and you're like, yeah, and you're and like, it's that point where you're like, you see older. There, it happened to me a couple times. I remember my sister had a birthday in the greens down the street. I've, I think I've told this story, but, but we t- we've said everything on the podcast, but I told a joke for my sister's birthday, like on a video, uh-huh. like we, we did like a video. And I remember like my, my, my sister's friend's dad being like, I don't get it. And I was like, oh, like the cuteness is like, oh, like, like this is, you know, people aren't putting up with the cute, the cuteness yes. anymore. And that's like the same thing that happened when I was like playing, when I was blowing into the saxophone, it was like this thing of like three grandparents just watching me and you could just. <laughs> You could feel that thing of like, <laughs> they don't like this. This is this is like yeah. they don't. I'm I'm like a pain in the ass to them right now. They they're, they're yeah. not enjoying this. The cuteness has died. It's not working. And and your I your childhood I, died in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> your childhood, my little solo. And that's you were probably like seven or eight, right? I was I was probably a little bit older than that. I was probably oh, okay. like ten or eleven, which makes sense that it was like okay, sure, you know, like get out of here. But I but I my saxophone teacher in fifth grade told me to quit. He just straight Whoa. up said. He just he straight up said to me, "You should stop playing the saxophone." And I That's did. That's awful. Mm-hmm. What wow. was the like? What I mean, just because what, I think was I, it like, just because they could tell you that you weren't into it, or were they like, yeah, "You I, don't I, have it, kid." Yeah, I think I was like a fifth. Uh, I was like a fifth, five, a fifth grader, not five years old. I was a fifth grader and just wasn't doing well, and I think not practicing enough. And he was just like, "You shouldn't play it anymore." That's he was he was he was <laughs> the, he was rough. He just told it like it was. He, I mean, he was right. But that's a. It doesn't matter if he's right. That's terrible. The pursuit to tell a child that yeah. their pursuit of something is worthless is yeah. ridiculous. That's like an eighties, like an like a you know early or late eighties, early nineties thing that you probably you'd get fired for or something. Now, I'm right. sure, but yeah, Only no, do that's stuff like a whiplash, tr- tough love thing. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's it's so uh, it, it's interesting. I, I think that's the I agree John, with John. That's that's the wrong age for that approach of like. Mm-hmm. But I definitely I had a saxophone teacher when I was uh, 15 or 16, somewhere in that range. I was in high school 
And uh, it was great. He's a great musician, but he kind of like had an attitude, and he'd kind of be like, you know, if I if he could tell I didn't practice enough, he'd just be like, lessons over. Like wow, so, like whoa. you know, you got to practice and just send me home. I had a dickhead band teacher too. Wow, yeah, you did. I did. This guy, Mister Patterson, in uh, at Carson Middle School in uh, North Allegheny in Pittsburgh. This guy was just a legend. Everyone talks about. It. He was like so deeply mean. And he would do this thing after he would like compare us to the eighth grade band. Like we were sixth grade or whatever. And he was like, man, you guys, you're all required to watch the eighth grade band tonight. You got to stay after your part of the concert and you got to go into the seats. You got to watch the eighth grade band because, man, they're cooking. I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know what you guys (laughs) are doing. And after one concert, like our Christmas concert or whatever, he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, sometimes he just like comes in and there's like a heavy silence while everyone files in and sits down, takes out their horns, and he's just like clicking his like stick on his fucking music stand and he just looks at us and goes, "You know, sometimes I just wish I had a a crossbow." And you know, cuz I don't want a gun cuz that makes too much noise, but if I had a crossbow, I could take you out from the podium. You know, when you play a bad note and he made a girl cry during this speech and he was like, well, wow. she's nice. I guess she needs to cry. I guess she needs to cry. It was like the biggest sociopath, like an evil person as your That's teacher. wild. And it was such a, and he would, he, he would take out his trumpet and he was amazing. He was a very good trumpet right. player and mm-hmm. played in several bands in Pittsburgh and stuff. And he would like go, here's how you do it. Like for every instrument, he would take out his trumpet and play the 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 kind of like timing out of things for us and like show off during it and then yeah and it was just like oh wow and then i got to high school and i was like oh my god music teachers sometimes are just nice people that are hippies <laughs> and they're not like <laughs> total nazis like that crossbow thing i'll never forget and he That's also insane. like people would forget their clarinet at home and come into the class crying and he was like Oh man, well, like uh, I guess, like uh, like a couple times he showed a little bit of like depth of feeling because he did something terrible. But man, he was he was rough. Man, rough stuff. Wags, what if a week that's, from now? That's what if a week from now we hear that John's been killed by a crossbow? <laughs> oh my god, for for doing that. He would also go. There's a restaurant in Pittsburgh called Rico's, and he'd go. I'm a, You guys are wasting my time. I could be taking my family to Rico's. <laughs> that was his big thing. I could be a Rico's with my kids. I kind of like him now. That rules. Yeah. I'm back on board. He's a good dude. Shout out to Mr. Patterson. Wow. <laughs> um, I won't. I won't dox my uh, my saxophone teacher's last name, but he. Uh, but Mike. My saxophone teacher. This this is a a, a, a story kind of along those lines. But my my friend Arthur also had Mike as a saxophone teacher, and he came to school once, and he was like, uh, he was like kind of like bummed. He's like, Mike told me I I played like I'd never touched a tit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Go touch some tits. Yeah, that is. What grade were you in? I I was like I was like six, 15 or sixteen. So he was like a year younger than me. So he was like he was fourteen or fifteen. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! 
But again, amazing, a great, amazing musician. I mean, that's a, a lot of music educators are just, you know, in, in instrumental and voice are just like fucking amazingly talented. It's just so hard to make a living. Um, mm. It's a, a, a so so let me let me ask you this. That, just to just stick on this topic for one more second. How do you like like, OK, you're playing a wind instrument. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything, any foods or drinks that you uh, you you try to avoid, or is there does that is your are your consumption habits at all informed by I'm going to play the saxophone in a half hour? Oh wow, interesting. I think um, you just I I think it's the same as singing. Like you just don't want to mm. have dairy. Basically, that's, makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of it. And then you just kind of you know blow if you just kind of like sit and play sax for a little just play it backstage and blow warm air through it and do all the ritual then you know you just kind of get into it but i I, i'd clean my mouth out with something like water or um seltzer coffee there's a lot of coffee drinking i think but anything's cool as long as it's not just like you know milky yeah you don't want that Mm. thick spit that's that's tough it can ruin your sound that's funny because Nick and I, we we make sure to drink a tall glass of milk before every podcast we record, right? Yeah. Nick? I got a milkshake like I'm sipping on do. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like some people's mouth is like glued together and they just like unglue it and start their podcast with just so many spit clicks, like all the like every click you hear. Yeah. So gross. That's like a that's that seems like NPR-ish too. I feel like I always just thought it was like good microphones or something. I I I I just thought it was better microphones than ours because I, I feel like I have a lot of spit in my mouth. People should hear that, right? When we talk, Nick. But I don't. He- I don't hear it from you, really. Yeah. You don't. You don't have no, that don't, like like spitty I sort of talk. I don't hear talk. it from you guys. And I listen to the podcast, and the only time when you take a bite of food, and I can tell that you've taken a bite of food, and you're trying to talk, that gets that same thing activated. But other than <laughs> right. that, you guys are. And if you think about like Terry Gross, like in terms of just pure mic control. It's a mirror. Like she's a genius, you know, like yes. just the just the smoothness and like think about like, you know, listening to some podcast or whatever. And, you know, you guys are professional uh, performers, so you have just a different level. But like something about Terry Gross's cleanliness on the mic is so just like <laughs> it's amazing to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Like it's almost inhuman in a certain way. It's kind of hey, like a- Emma. Make us sound like Terry Gross from here on out. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Okay, we just going to increase the microphone budget by like a couple grand and we'll be there. Uh, all right, axe mm. that plan. Yeah, yeah, okay. Forget it. <laughs> uh, I wonder, so so let me ask you this, because we're talking about a sandwich chain this week. And yes. Pittsburgh, I you know, we've talked about Permantes with you a couple of times before. Uh, that's, right. I think, the sandwich place that people think of, which, you know, it did, I think we've we've talked about how it's maybe more for tourists. But it, I think you, so. Yes. But, yeah. but sandwich sandwiches in general uh, in the Steel City or if you just want to talk in sandwiches at large, like like where do you where do you land with your sandwich preferences? Wow. Yeah, John, do you want to talk about sandwiches at large? What the hell? Yeah, what the (laughs) hell? (laughs) In general, from everywhere. um, Yeah, Pittsburgh, the the, uh, Permani Brothers, a sandwich with the fries. Like, I grew up in Pittsburgh, but I did not grow up eating sandwich with the fries. I don't think anybody really did. That's kind Mm, of like... Right. Pittsburgh's more of a, like, you can get pierogies at bars and stuff like that. Like, um, but, you know, it might have changed out of that because I, you know, I haven't lived there in a while, but I... But sandwich wise, 
national. Uh, you know, I love Fat Sal's, um, which is Jerry mm, Ferrara yes. from Entourage, Turtle from Entourage's place oh, in yeah. West Hollywood. That is a great sandwich place, like no joke. And then um, uh, Gramella's or uh, uh, oh, right yeah. here on, on Los Feliz Boulevard. In Atwater. Um, Grimelda's, I think it's called. Oh, I've, I've, now I've, Grimaldi's. Grimaldi's is what it is. And that is like what Subway or uh, Jersey Mike's or any of these places is kind of trying to be, which is a real authentic Italian, like there's only one Grim- Grimaldi's. No, Grimaldi's is a pizza place in Brooklyn. Anyways. Yeah. Is what's it, it called? It's, it's, it's Giamella's. 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 Sorry, Giamella's. What and a it's, bummer. It's, it's, right, um, it's, right, it's right in the beginning of Atwater. Yeah. It's like yeah. Atwater Village on Los Feliz mm-hmm. Boulevard um, in Los Angeles. But those places are really good. I love a, uh, I guess hamburgers don't count as sandwiches. I love, um, uh, yeah, I don't. And, and then there's there's a place that is pretty good called Wax Paper in yeah. Frogtown here. Mm-hmm. Um, all their sandwiches are unfortunately named after NPR personalities. Um, so you can get like yeah, a David Broncaccio and you can get a Kyra's doll or something like that. And it's like a Kaiser roll. But aside from that, they have some good. <laughs> yeah, that's a little sweaty. I, it's do a they have sweaty a Terry to name Gross every there? single one. I don't know if they have a Terry Gross hmm. because that's not a great name for a Sam like. Terry I Gross. Guess, yeah, you're right. This is sandwiches poop and pee. Terry <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I believe the wax paper people listen to the pod, Wags. I think they listen is to the Is that true? Yeah. Shout out. Sorry about, sorry about insulting your sandwich names, but <laughs> change them. They're, they're, hey, the sandwiches are great. The, the, the sandwiches are really fantastic sandwiches. They are, uh, especially their tuna sandwich. It's, it's really incredible. I wow. like uh, all about wait. I like all about the bread. Yes, but I meant to say potato chip mm-hmm. deli. I like a lot too. Uh, all right. about the bread, potato chip deli, and then of course Wags. Look, we'll say it for you: the Godmother down there at uh, Bay <laughs> Cities. Yes, we're talking about oh. a lot of L.A. local places for those of you elsewhere in the country mm-hmm. or the world. But the these are but. Um, all about the bread is kind of the considered to be something of a clone of Bay City's Deli in Santa Monica, which famously has the Godmother, which is just a loaded like Italian sub that is what you know, like one of the best things you can get to eat in the city. It's fucking well, it fantastic. Really is. That that bread and every you know what the best sandwiches are though in L.A. are the um, the sandwiches at the wine shop on Larchmont. Oh yeah, Larchmont. Oh yes. yeah. It's always got a, a line out the door. This is very LA conversation, but that those are actually just the bread alone is just so wonderful. Um, well, yeah, it's such I, an obnoxious sounding place, Larchmont Wine and Cheese, but they yeah, do yeah. have fucking fantastic sandwiches if you go in there. Get the they tuna if you go there. Get the tuna. It's fantastic. But I, I'm gonna say this: we mm-hmm. can be specific and local because when it comes to the national conversation. There's not many wags. We there's potbellies, which Subway. we, we potbelly yeah. subways, Quiznos, and and Quiznos you can barely find anymore. What am I missing here, wags? Subways, potbelly, Quiznos, Jersey, uh, Mike's, you know, Jersey Mike's, Jersey Mike's, Mike's covering. You've also covering, got yeah. your uh, you've you've also got the the firehouse subs. Firehouse is subs. an up and coming chain that has mm-hmm. had uh, that has grown a lot. Um, when I was visiting my parents in Pittsburgh, I had a I uh, let me let me con uh, figure out what this. There was a really good sub place. But go ahead. Sorry. That's well uh, on the East Coast and here in in Quincy. I, like I, I feel like there's Blimpies. That's another there, one. There's like right. twelve, a dozen. Yes, Blimpies. There's like a dozen places in Quincy though that 
so many places on the East Coast, just like the local pizza place makes sub sandwiches. Emma knows this. And John, you probably remember this from back in the day, but just I've said this on the podcast a million times. It's just everywhere makes sandwiches. And then I got D'Angelo's here, two wags. But nationally, I feel like the sandwich game, like the 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 sandwich to go chain was kind of at a, at a low point. Subway kind of took over for a while. And it was it was it was pretty it was pretty it was pretty shitty. And then I feel like Firehouse Subs and mm-hmm. Potbelly's has been around for a long time, but kind of making I feel like it's maybe expanding a little bit. Or there are people they're are, making inroads nationally, yeah, like a lot of regional yeah. chains. They're they're expanding. Um, it, it's a we we missed a couple in the top in the top five. Uh, one of them is Jimmy John's, which we oh, know right. we do. Jimmy John's a big one. This oh, one I Jimmy was John's. surprised. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't mind Jimmy John's. Obviously, fuck Jimmy John, them. the man, the man seems like a <laughs> a, a scumbag, but that's true of a lot of these oh, chains. Okay, yeah. But uh, but the 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 other one, which is just behind number one is Subway, number two is Jersey Mike's, which we're about to review. But the third biggest chain in the uh, sandwich chain apparently is Schlotsky's. I had no wow, idea that it had, had that big of a presence. Yeah, there are no either. Schlotsky's around here. I don't even know if I've been to a Schlotsky's. I know of it, but I don't think I've ever been to one. I've been to one maybe in Arizona. Mm. That could, if that's right, if there if there are any in Arizona, but I yeah, I've not been to one around here. You know what? I'll say this: I I eat a salad for lunch, but sandwiches, a big sandwich, favorite lunch. How can you beat a nice big sandwich? It's true. It's a good lunch. Great lunch. Um, also on also on the sandwich list, I should mention Arby's is on there, which I guess qualifies as a sandwich, mm. though not a traditional sandwich. Okay. Uh, Portillo's, which is uh, you know more regional, but there are locations great uh, around yeah. the nation. This one, this is an interesting one for the top sandwich uh, rankings that this is included. Wiener Schnitzel, the hot dog chain. Oh, Wags, do we have to get into it? Are hot dog sandwiches? <laughs> hot dogs are, wait, what? <laughs> they might be sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> I don't that, know. I mean, if I'm going by this article, then yeah, they're definitely sandwiches. I guess sandwiches. they are. Let's leave it to the internet to work it out. <laughs> settled it um hashtag our hot dog sandwiches let's answer it let's be the ones who tackle this <laughs> yeah <laughs> mitch sandwich your, your sandwich preps what what kind of sandwiches we, we've talked about this a lot on the show but refresh everyone what do you look for on a, on a big sandwich look when it comes to a big sub sandwich if we're talking a submarine sandwich uh a hoagie as you yes. will I got to go with my favorites are an Italian sub sandwich or sandwich. The steak and cheese is one of my faves, too. So those 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 as those are my two favorite hot and colds is the is the steak and cheese in the in the Italian. Um, yeah, I get all sandwiches. Mike's way. Um, yes. at Jersey Mike's. I go mm-hmm. in Mike's way. Mike's way is the way to go. Yeah. Give me Mike's way. Um, yeah, I got today. I got um, three different subs from wow. uh, oh, Jersey wow. Mike's. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Jersey Mike's Subs was first opened in 1956 in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Uh, the chain was acquired by young Peter Cancro in 1974 and now has a Cancro's Special Sandwich on the menu. They began franchising in 1987 and now have over 1,500 locations nationwide. Daily, have you you got these three sandwiches in front of you, but is Jersey Mike's a place you've patronized in the past? Yes, I like Jersey Mike's a lot. Wow. I generally, I really like it, yeah. I mean, I don't really like it, but if, if it's if it's an option, I'll take it a lot on the mm. road. If I'm driving up uh, up a highway or a, a byway, I will. Yeah, no, it, 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 I I had a subway period of my life. It was like a 
had a temp job in New York City for a couple of years where I would go into Subway like I probably like 200 times, you know, just wow. so many Subway sandwiches. And it's great. And then when Quiznos came out, I was like, thank God, this is really good. But I also feel like the ingredients weren't much better than Subway. They were just toasting mm. the ingredients. And so that mm-hmm. makes it taste better, period. But Jersey Mike's is it is like a cut above those. No, I think it kind of is. I think it's a oh, sub. I think it's a 100. sub above. Is that is that their tagline? <laughs> Wait, that's their. It's a sub is above. It? Oh, my God. Wow. It's a sub above. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun thing to say. It's a sub above. <laughs> It is. It is so very fun to say. Yeah. Uh, I, Mitch, I so quickly vacillated from that's so clever, Mitch. A sub above to the being like, oh wait, that's just their tagline. And now like, you're mad at me? <laughs> yeah. I take away all that credit I gave you. What the hell? <laughs> I love Jersey Mike's. I will say, I, I will. You know, I their app is very good. There is a Jersey Mike's close to where we live, and so it, it was. It has been a COVID staple for me. It's just like if I want a quick lunch, it's very easy to order in the app. They're super nice there. Um, their pickup situation is is great. And when I was eating meat, I loved the Jersey Mike's Italian sandwich. That is, they, they do a really good Italian. Have you already stopped? I hate you. Yeah, tw- this is a this is a 2021 thing. I'm doing I'm doing all veggies oh, for the so podcast. You're saying what? Yeah, yes, uh, yeah. Okay, yes. wow, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, cool. well, we'll see how it works out. Yeah, it's going to be a journey. Are you going to start sleeping? Or I, I mean, just like eating every day and a half like people are doing. <laughs> it's like, I don't only eat every day and a half and then I skip two days every two weeks or something like that. That's the new thing. <laughs> Having an eating disorder. <laughs> eating Intermittent fasting is is crazy. And I, I've, I've That's been, what it is, yeah. I've been yeah. doing some windows of just eight hours of eating, which I think is like almost normal. But like yeah. not eating for a day, I feel like just doesn't seem right. But I guess some people think it does something to your body gets a kick started or whatever. But I, it seems kind of crazy to me. Um, yeah. I listened to the to our buddy, uh, our buddy Sanger and Eugene's uh, podcast, The Dumbbells, uh, which is a great counterweight to the the Doughboys because it's it's very fitness oriented, and they talk about their you know there's a lot of discussion about. Um, you know, intermittent fasting on that show. And, and at one point they were talking like a, like having a four hour fasting window, like, like eating between like 4 PM and 8 PM or something. And I was just like, I cannot, there's no way I can, you know, God bless you, but there's no way I could possibly function if I had that short of a window to, to put food in my body. No, I need like two eggs in the morning. I need like protein in the morning or Mm. else I flip out. But I guess if you just kind of get into the rhythm of that, then it's a different thing. I don't think it's an eating disorder. I just think you, if you want to be shredded, you that's what you the kind of thing that you have to do. It's like getting yes. like vein poppingly shredded. I think yeah. that's the that's the thing you have to do, but that being in that condition is not also like it's a certain way to be, but it's not necessarily the like the healthiest thing to do <laughs> seemingly. Yeah. yeah. But it allows you to dominate. <laughs> You're a dominating. I mean, you're you're a dominant alpha Chad, and yeah. uh, there's no. You want to bully a doctor? You want to yeah. put Doctor Dork in his place? Doctor Dork in good shape. I don't wear masks. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are. I think. I think. I think people are going to be pretty surprised when they see me out of uh, after quarantine. I think they're going to be surprised by how shredded I am, Mike's. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're. Look, you look great. 
<laughs> um, you don't, I you don't have to say, say I look great and then laugh quietly into the mic. You just you laugh. F- you just said you look great. With you do look great. Full laugh. You yeah. Laughed. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you do look great, but you're. You, I get the joke that you're making. What the hell, man? I'm saying what the hell a lot lately. <laughs> what the hell? Why am I saying what the? I've been watching. Maybe a little too many too many Simpsons. I've been I've been on a Simpsons watch lately, Wags. Maybe that's what it is. Bart's favorite mm, swear. That might be it. Yeah. Bart Bart busts out the dams and hells a lot. But once again, what the hell, man? Why'd you laugh when you say I look great? You do look great. You Piece do look great, shit. but you were making a joke about being shredded. What if I do come out of quarantine looking shredded? I would be surprised. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Okay. You start now. You could, you know, quarantine's gonna be at least until may you could get yeah that's to true. a point of being shredded wags and i are gonna wags we're gonna go back on tour right at some <laughs> point i mean once the world once the world is uh it permits you're gonna that use, you're gonna use this you're gonna use covid as an excuse to not go on tour again until we end the show basically is my guess i mean we'll see yeah. i'm a, i'm open to more live shows you guys have a same. plan to end the show i wanted i want to go down to key west because i think it would be fun and i want to go to japan but Wags, I don't know if he's on board with that. I want to travel not too much, but I'm. But we'll again. The world has changed from the world that we used to know. Who knows what it'll be like on the other side? I'll probably be chomping at the bit to fucking get out of the five mile radius in which I've stayed for the past fucking nine months. You know, I who, probably will want to go someplace. You know who my money on? Who my money is on for getting out of there more than you is old Natalie. Probably wants to get oh, the yeah. fuck out of there. <laughs> Dear God, and lock up for you for like a year. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna have an imprint, uh, like just like a hole in the door, shaped like her, like fucking Roger Rabbit. Cool, just sprinting out of there. <laughs> You're the guy in prison who's like cellmates keep hanging themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the you're the cooler of people. <laughs> it's just something about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. the so uh, I, I do like the Jersey Mike's app, and mm-hmm. the, this time I went because I'm not eating meat. They only have one vegetarian op- option on their sandwich menu <laughs> by default. That's that is the veggie, the veggie uh, which uh, which I got on on rosemary parmesan bread. Uh, it's uh, it comes with default by with Swiss provolone and green bell peppers, and then if you get it Mike's way, which we talked about, that adds onions, lettuce, tomatoes, red wine vinegar, olive oil blend, uh, oregano, and salt. They call the red wine vinegar and olive oil blend the juice. That's what they offer there. The juice, yeah, kind of gross, <laughs> a little yeah. gross, yeah, pretty gross, yeah. Um, so you get the juice uh, 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 fucking sprayed onto your your Mike's Way sandwich. You, uh, I I specified double cheese, which wa- mm. a, as we'll learn was a mistake on my part. Uh, but you know I'll I'll generally get double meat back when I was eating meat, so I got a I got double cheese with a sandwich, and then I added avocado, mayo, and banana peppers because I'm something of a heat seeker. Um, I will say that this was a good sandwich. This was a very good sandwich. Wow. The the double cheese was too much. The double cheese was excessive. Hmm. And I can't, t- I th- I can't tell if you're being sincere here. It seems like you have some hesitation saying it's a it's a it's a good sandwich. It's a good sandwich. Okay. I this is this is sincere. Wait, was it melted cheese or just cheese? No, not melted. No, this was no. a cold sub. Cold sandwich. Um okay. so it was it was Swiss and provolone were the two cheeses and they were cold and 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 having two like 
it became more of a cheese sandwich than anything. So I, mm. I, I, w- I would recommend if anyone tries the veggie to just get it with their regular amount of cheese. I do wish that they had had a little bit more uh, on it by default. I wish it give me some cucumbers or something. Mm-hmm. Get, just just give me give me some sprouts even. I don't know if Mike's uh, has if Jersey Mike's has sprouts as part of their default veggie selection, but it would be great to have something else in there beyond just the green bell peppers and the cheese. But with the Mike's way, you know, it was a very solid sandwich. And the rosemary parmesan bread is a nice little treat. I usually go wheat to try to do something a little lighter, or I'll will, I will get the sub in a tub, which is their uh, their low carb op- option, which is pretty good uh, for, sam- so for a sandwich. So there's just like place. ham, and uh, it's like a salad with a bunch of ham That's in it, and provolone? exactly it. Yeah, it's it's just a, it's just, it's a salad version of any of their sandwiches. It works right. pretty decently. Um, versus what you can get, like if, if it's a lunch order from Jersey Mike's and you're trying not to eat carbs, I'd rather be getting getting it from Jersey Mike's than from Subway in terms of oh, what yeah. I'm going to do. You know, what I mean, I, it's it's a decent one of these as sandwiches go, uh, as yeah. sandwich places go. Um, but it was, I would say overall, it's a good sandwich. I just wish they had more veggie options, and I wish on their veggie sandwich there were more vegetables. Uh, Mitch, how about you? Let's get into your sandwich. All right, Wags, I got nine items from Jersey Mike's. Um, let's start with let's start with whoa. a sandwich. Let's start in sandwich town. Not nine subs to be clear, but right. Um, so so for my sandwiches, I got one of my all time favorites, Wags, which is the Italian. So I got the original yes. the original Italian. And you the like num- the sandwiches, you don't care much for the people. Yeah, yeah look, I, we've talked about this before. Canonically, I hate Italians. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Italians. I'm watching Sopranos. It's making me sick. I'm watching Sopranos wow. too. Are you? Yeah, wow. it's 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 uh, it's 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 great. The first season is it's it's crazy that it feels old now. I mean, like the first season feels dated, of course, because it's twenty plus years old, but it's still so good. But the later seasons don't feel as dated as the first. Yes. Like the first season feels like the '90s, and the the second the the like by the fifth season, I'm kind of like. Wow, it really wasn't that different in two thousand three or whatever. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, phone. You I mean, pretty happened. much phone wise. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 happened? Nine eleven. In the first, <laughs> yeah. Nine. <laughs> there you go. Nine yeah. eleven changed it. That's what happened. You're it's saying. True. Yeah. Kind 9/11 of. Yeah. Changed everything. They, nine, the, of. The, the towers are in the opening to the Sopranos. It's true. Is, yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Um. Well, hey, I woke up this morning and I got myself a sub. Wise, <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, if that, I, I'll give you credit for that one, unless that one is also on the Jersey Mike's bag. <laughs> John, is it on that Jersey Mike's bag? Oh shit! I'm um, looking is. at the bag. Oh no! Woke up this morning, got myself a sub. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> I got, I got a medium. I got the regular size for the original Italian, which is pretty big uh it's me it's big yeah it's big they, 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 which which is good because when you look at it lengthwise it's not you don't think that you're getting like a huge sub it doesn't look it, it's not very long but it's just it's substantial they really they pack it in with the meats and stuff it's 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 a decent sandwich you're not going to go away unhappy or hungry so i i, I commend them for that wise they do a good job with it i got dill pickles can I, can I say something on this real quick just on mm-hmm. on sizing i i would say if you're very hungry Instead of opting for the large, and this is this is not apply for the veggie, but if you are someone, if you are eating meat, if instead of opting for the large, get the regular and just double up your meat. It's cheaper, and I think it's a better composition uh, than just adding that extra those extra four inches of bread. Wow, good call. 
Hey, adding four inches sounds pretty good to me. Um, uh oh. <laughs> My, I got mine with dill pickles, cherry pepper relish, banana peppers, onions, tomatoes, lettuce, salt, oregano, red wine, vinegar, olive oil blend, and it was on white bread. This is a regular size one. So I got it Mike's way, basically. Yes. Um, then I did, uh, I was trying to get a smaller version, and this is true on DoorDash. People won't believe it. And maybe they just don't do a smaller one for for these sandwiches, but I got a bacon, chi- I got a bacon ranch chicken cheesesteak. Which is like a weird one I've never had before, with tomatoes, lettuce, ranch, bacon, and on that was also on white bread, and I and I had to get a regular size of it. It wouldn't let me get a smaller one than the than wow. the regular. Um, this was okay. I feel like this was kind of like the loser of the bunch, but I do kind of appreciate that they do chicken cheese sticks. I think it is a nice alternative. Yeah, uh, and and sure. I, like the sandwich is interesting to me. Like I didn't hate it. It was it was just. It was just fine. It it was like a little like a kind of like a, B, a chicken a chicken cheesesteak BLT or something. It was but it was it was right. decent. And then I got for my mom, my mom wanted a cheesesteak. I told her we were getting Jersey Mike's and she's like, I want a cheesesteak. She said, I haven't had a cheesesteak in forever. So I got our uh Mike's famous Philly, Philly cheesesteak, and I got the uh I got the giant size of this, which is huge. The giant size is really, really wow. big. Um, and I got it without, uh, onions and peppers because I wouldn't want to be responsible for mother's tummy issues. So I uh, took off the onions and peppers. Uh, look, was this at her request or are you just anticipating? No, your, it was her mother having tummy issues. Okay. I know everyone thinks I'm like a Norman Bates now. Cause I've been home. I'm not going to fucking, <laughs> I'm not going to tie my mom to a fucking chair and, not feed her and and become a Norman Bates and wear her wig wise. I'm not going to do any of that shit for God's sakes. Okay. (laughs) Weirdly specific. (laughs) That's what he does in psycho. Doesn't he? I know she doesn't have a wig. So you just wear her clothes. You psycho weirdo (laughs) (laughs) pervert. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to Norman Bates. My mom is is what I'm (laughs) saying, but I got it. I got no peppers and onions for her because that's what you requested. They can hurt her stomach. So we just got a straight up, as straight, as plain as you can get it, a Philly uh, cheesesteak. And I have not dressed up like my mom. She's alive upstairs. Yes. And she ate it. And not, why? She she really enjoyed it. She really enjoyed this Philly cheesesteak. And I took a bite of it. And I was a believer. I'm a huge fan of of the D'Angelo steak and cheese. And I thought that this was was really good. Her, her complaint, and I wow. agree with her. Is that the bread is just soft? So on a cheesesteak, you almost want like kind of like a a crispier roll. You know what I mean? Like you want something a little bit crispy. Here's the deal: the next day, because this is a giant, there was still half of it left. Put it in the oven at 350, heated that bad boy up. It was fantastic, and the bread crisped wow. up. It was so good. Nice as a, a, a like for a reheated sandwich, just the plain steak and cheese. It was so 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 good. It was maybe my favorite thing I ate. It was maybe the bite of the the night, Wags. The reheated sandwich. The reheated sandwich. I I, I really I really liked it. I also ate some of that uh, Philly the the uh, the chicken Philly the Banked Ranch chicken cheesesteak, and mm-hmm. I just had that cold. I ate it cold the next day, and that did not work as well. I also yeah. got some Cool Ranch Doritos, which you know are my favorite, and I ate some Cool Ranch Doritos. And I got a uh, a stubborn soda, which is the their mm. their brand that they have. They're a root beer. And mm-hmm. that was good. It was like a little sweet. It wasn't like the best 
root beer, and I don't know if anyone thinks it's the best root beer, but it did the job. It was a nice root beer. Uh, I had that diet well, Pepsi let's, with. Let's, let me interrupt you, Mitch. Let, mm. We'll return to sides and beverages in a second. Okay. I want right. to get I want to get to Daly's trio of sandwiches and, yes. and tackle those. John, you had, you had three big boys. What did you get? Um, yeah, well, I got the, uh, I wanted to get something that I've never gotten. So I got the chicken as well. The chicken, wow. uh, Philly cheesesteak. Um, wow. I've gotten the, I've gotten the regular cheesesteak, but not the chicken. So I wanted to get the chicken and I say, I, I gotta say, well, first of all, let me just say umbrella on, on my statements. I'm not responsible for my mommy's tummy and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and how her tummy feels. Um, so um, but anyway, hey, I, not I, everyone can handle that pressure. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, so that was the hot sub. Yeah. So I got the uh, OK. Yeah. The chicken. It tastes like to me, it was like a hot pocket. It was like coming. Mm. It's got like some ingredient or chemical or preservative or something that is present also in hot pockets. So mm-hmm. it it just felt like coming home from high school and being like, all right, I'm going to like stuff this in my face and watch some dumb stuff on TV. It was very good. Um, yeah, I'd rather just get the regular Philly cheesesteak, I think. Um, but the chicken one was pretty good and doesn't necessarily necessarily seem lighter. I agree with Mitch's mom on on the, uh, it could be a little bit crispier. Just kind of, yeah. it's like fluffy ass bread. So it's kind of a. Which is, um, which, which, which I'll give him credit for like on the Italian, that works really well. Like I like the yeah. soft bread on the Italian. Yes. But for a hotter sandwich, I wish they, 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 they have hot sandwiches there, but they don't toast their bread, right, Nick? That's not an option to ever yeah, get toasted, it's, right? It's just the ingredients are hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They should, um, they and, should do it. And then I, I got the original Italian provolone ham prosciutto. Capicole, mm-hmm. uh, salami and pepperoni and pepperoni. My, I got it Mike's way. Um, and I say no mayo because I find that mayo kind of generalizes the taste of all sandwiches. Like if you put it on a, on a burger, it kind of like cuts through and like blends everything and in kind of a nice way, but I didn't want, I wanted to taste all the flavors anyway. That's and, fair. uh, and then I got a very, wait, what did I get? Um. Oh, the uh, turkey and provolone, which is just, mm. I mean, it's pretty much all their cold sandwiches are very similar. So, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. But yeah, sandwich overnight, you heat it up and all my Thanksgiving food. Yeah, just it's better the next day. You get that congealed factor. Yep. I'm on their app right now. Um, and Nick, you're it's a beautiful. Good app. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. a great app. Uh, to, to your point about the the uh, the sandwiches being pretty similar, y- you'll find that if you're looking through, in particular, all their Italian variants, because, uh, you know, like the Jersey Shore favorite, provolone ham and capicolo, the super sub, provolone ham, prosciutto, and capolo- capicolo, uh, you know, the... Uh, uh, the number four, provolone, prosciutto, and capicolo. They all, yeah, they all just have, really like... Diff- they're not different enough to put on different slots in a menu, in a way. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's a little and and you know you'll try a lot of them. A lot of my to me are are pretty lateral. I I don't see I I just end up like, again just when I was eating meat I would just go go for the Italian because it's just got everything and I think that's the best combo. The super sub also is pretty good. It's not quite all the way, but it's you know it's got a lot of that uh, the, a lot of those different ingredients. If you're craving that those kinds of those kinds of flavors, they've they've they got a decent roast beef as well. And 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 yeah, I think the turkey gets the job done. Yeah. 
Turkey's good. I'm looking at my turkey right now. I ate the entire uh, chicken chicken Philly, and then I took like two bites of the other ones. Um, wow. So I'm feeling bad, but <laughs> I don't I don't feel great. Um, but I ate them like really right right up to when we started like recording. I was kind of uh, chowing them. So how did I expect to feel? Yeah, it's always a always a dangerous move. Yeah. Totally. I, I, I agree that you could. But honestly, when when they do, when you get just like the regular sized Italian and I've gotten the I've gotten the club sub a couple of times, which is the turkey and, and ham and bacon, I think. That's and right. I've, I've eaten that for lunch and it won't kill me. You know what I mean? It's it's it, it's 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 not something that I'm like, this is like a gut bomb. As we say, Nick, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't destroy. It's not a day destroyer. Right, but it, but it can yeah. be it can definitely be heavy, uh, especially if you're eating like we are for 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 these giant sandwiches. But overall, I, I think I, I don't think that they're like I don't think that they come off like greasy. I feel like if I ate a full Subway sub, I can sometimes feel worse than eating Jersey Mike's, even though they're more substantial. Well, right. I will fully agree with you. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, and, but um, but hey, you know the, the the sandwiches make us feel a certain way internally. But how do they make us feel emotionally or intellectually? Wow. Mm-hmm. We will find out when we return. Oh, my God. With our fork oh my ratings God. right here on <laughs> Doughboys. <laughs> Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix Mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. 
And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, why is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small? It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with John Daly as we re-review Jersey Mike's subs. Uh, but before we get into our ratings, let's just touch on anything we got peripheral to sandwiches. Mitch, you got into this a little bit. You were talking mm-hmm. about your your beverage uh, last we uh, last we left you. Look, I got Cool Ranch Doritos, which you know are my favorite Doritos flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love chip. I love Doritos. Uh, and so whatever, great to have with a sandwich. And then I drank that Diet Pepsi the next day with the Philly cheesesteak, and like I said, I drank the Stubborn Soda, which was a root beer. Which was fine. It got the job done. I don't know if this is anyone's favorite soda. I, I honestly wonder what the deal with stubborn soda is. It was good. 
It wasn't yeah. bad, but it was just whatever. Then I ordered one cookie and two brownies because the brownies looked good. Wow. And the cookie did not arrive in the order, sadly. But both of the brownies did arrive. And that's on the staff. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they fucked up. They 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 fucked up. And you know what? I I didn't say a word about it, Nick, because that's the type of person I am. That's right. I'm such a I'm a hero in many ways that I did not complain <laughs> about my missing cookie. Uh, <laughs> I but the two the two brownies were there, and Nick, I said that the bite of the night was maybe that reheated cheesesteak, but I might have to go back. These chocolate chip brownies were so good. Wow. That my mom said that she would maybe swing in there and just get the brownie sometimes. That's amazing. That she, is remarkable. The brownies are so good. Uh, and I, did, and you I, say, did you say, Mama, you can't. It might trouble your tummy. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel While you were looking in a mirror wearing, <laughs> wearing your mom's dress. <laughs> <laughs> I said nothing of the sort. I said, Mama, you can do whatever you'd like, and I support you. And then I got on the phone, and I called up and complained about my missing cookie. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, we never, we never got the cookie. I wish I, wish, I, wish I had tried I just was, I just recently heard this, that if, like, uh, I was on a, on a, a guy who, who uh, this guy, Mike, who delivers for uh, Jersey? Uber, Uber, Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> I was on with Jersey Mike. <laughs> uh and 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 i talked about like missing um when you miss small stuff from your order and he's like he's like never like if you miss something that's like three dollars or under never say a word about it which i never which is not a thing i would do normally anyways but then i found that out and i was like oh that's good to know that yes i think they take that out on drivers which is a thing i didn't i didn't realize before so i never i never do do that i don't know if it was a store mix up or the or whatever it was but i didn't get the cookie i would love to try it because the brownies were so good I was I was really bl- blown away by the brown, and I think that they're made by the Jersey Mike's company. I don't know if they're made in store. I highly doubt that they're made in store, but they're really really fantastic. Um, I have not had the brownie, but Mitch, I did get the cookie. I got wow. the regular chocolate chip hmm. cookie, which hmm. I will say is uh, you know my my note. It, it's not a toss in like at Subway's. The Subway now, cookies, watch. I feel like you're just kind of there. Quick question. Mm. On the Jersey Mike's app, is there an ookie button that you can push or no? Mitch, no. <laughs> There's not an ookie cookie you can order from Jersey Mike's uh. subs. Um, so it, it was a conventional cookie, a non-ookie mm. cookie. Oh, okay. It was, It was. Uh, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. I thought it was ooey gooey, so soft and chewy. I thought it had mm. a great a great cookie texture to it. Lots of chocolate chops. Seems like I you maybe it was- did push the ookie button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me check. Let me recheck the app real quick. My only question is who's who's Ookie's on the cookie? <laughs> Jersey Mike himself. Jersey Mike himself jizzes on chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, I accidentally hit extra Ookie. Uh, oh, so there we go. That's the problem. Be honest with you, me. Have you ever ordered a, a cookie and it hasn't come to Ookie and you call up and complain that there was no Ookie on it? <laughs> <laughs> that's under $3. If it's under, that's what the driver was like. If it's under three dollars, just tell me. I'll come in and make it okay. Yeah, hook it up, baby. Uh, so it, I also got the and and the other thing I got it was, was ooey the, gooey, so soft and chewy. You liked it. Was it? It was a great was it cookie. Warm? It was really good. Was it heated yeah, it, up? Um, no, it was like kind of room temp. I mean, it was in plastic and it was room temp, but Mike's it was a good temp. cookie. Yeah, it was Mike's temp. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Wait, so it was it was gooey. It wasn't hard. It wasn't like a hard cookie. No, it was like a softer cookie. I mean, it wasn't like mm. a, a you know. Again, I compared it by contrast to the Subway cookies, which the Subway cookies are kind of like like you know hard and crunchy, and and they've been sitting there a while. It, it, this wasn't like that. This is a this was a good cookie. Um, the and they also got for my chips for my savory side. I got the Miss Vicky's barbecue chips, which are just a little bit sweet. I thought I like the Miss Vicky's jalapeno chips a lot, and that's often my go-to. But I've really been on a barbecue chip uh, kick recently, and and they're they make a good one. I, I think they have a great chip selection at Jersey Mike's. I'll say that to its credit. Nice. Yeah, they they do they do good. Like uh, it seems like they're. Their other products besides the sandwiches, they don't have a lot, but it seems like they do a good job with them. Um, yes, for Nick, sure. I was really, I, I didn't. The first time I ever got Jersey Mike's, our old friend Selman, uh, Matt Selman, friend of the show, Hi, Matt, who just recently drew us into a Simpsons episode. He was like, "I want to go to Jersey Mike's," uh, I, I, and I, I will blame this on him. And he gave me a number for Jersey Mike's, and I and I when I worked at the Simpsons and I was the assistant at the Simpsons. I ordered right. up I ordered up Jersey Mike's for everybody and it was like at the location in like like in North Ho- not North Hollywood itself but like up in almost at the Fox lot and it was like way up near my house basically. Right. Was, so you're in the, the southwest side of LA and you're talking about the no, the kind of northeast part of LA. You're, tr- you're going across the city and that can be an hour in traffic. It was like an hour yeah, it was like an hour away. Selman yeah. had given me the wrong number. Selman you fucked up. And so I wow. so I so I hated Jersey Mike's because of that, and then when I ate it, I was like, He's immediately damn. exhausted all the goodwill that he got with you from <laughs> drawing you into the Simpsons. <laughs> you fucked up, Selman. <laughs> um, did you say a line on the Simpsons, or is that Nick and I were? Mitch we did were, in a different episode. Yes, Mitch, I did. Mitch in has, a different... has said a line in an episode in the previous awesome. uh, Simpsons, but in this Simpsons, we were just drawn in as like a. a a cameo like it was just just us right. as the doughboys yeah just kind of standing there he gave me That's the wrong amazing. number i didn't complain about it i just li- i had to lie right <laughs> i just was like there's an issue in the kitchen and i would just it was an hour away and it was it was it was bad news but uh i love selman what are you trying to do get me erased from the episodes <laughs> gotta stay in <laughs> his favor man he can do that <laughs> retroactively blur you out <laughs> i got the lays i i can't not get these Ooh, just just mouth bleeders just yeah like the yellow lays classics they're so good yellow yeah, lays classic one Love of my them. favorite dip chips can you really beat that for a dip chip it's it's hard to beat nick pure I think salt the only issue the only issue with them as a dip chip is that they can sometimes break i know because they're kind of thin but they're yeah. but they're good. They're good chips. Uh, people people underrate lays. People sleep on lays, mm-hmm. to as yeah. the kids say. Yeah, they're good. But I but I I I never was impressed with Jersey Mike's, and I started to order it more and more for lunch just to get like a, a regular size sandwich, like that club or the Italian sometimes, not all the time, but 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 like I, every couple of weeks I would probably get it. Right, uh, and I I really enjoy it. I I think they do a good job over there. I concur. Yeah. Daily, did you get anything beyond the, the chips? I got the chips. No, I should have got a dessert. Um, but I just got all these very similar subs and then the Lay's classics. Um, I had a good, um, pretty good experience, and they were very, uh, very nicely socially distanced in there. It was um, not on brand in Colorado, but like Colorado right under the two. 
in kind of near, near Pasadena. Mm. Um, and it, it was kind of like an off the beaten path one I wanted to go to. Nothing, wow. nothing else. I wish I had gotten one of those ookie cookies or an ookie brownie. <laughs> you can also ookie the brownies. People you don't can, talk yeah. about that. <laughs> you can do. You um, can ookie anything, Mike's way, if you want to. Uh, yeah, true. any dessert. Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> uh, I think you more than did your your due diligence, yes. uh, John, with the, with the, with all the sandwiches you ordered. So let's get to our final thoughts okay. on Jersey Mike's. So uh, just to recap, we'll each go around, give our closing argument, if you will, and then end by giving it a fork score from zero to five. Uh, John, you're our guest. We'll begin with you. Um, Jersey Mike's, I just, uh, I've loved it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say I love it, but I choose it a lot. And um, like, it's like Chipotle to me, kind of like that, that it's kind of that it's a little bit better than Taco Bell and Jersey Mike's is a little bit better than sub most sub places most sub chain places i'm gonna go ahead and give it wow jersey mics wow i think i might wow. give it four forks i think wow. it's wow wow or like three forks and well i didn't get dessert so i can't really stand by that so i feel like i have to give it i don't know no i'll give it four forks because yeah. I, I i just want to give wow. jersey mics a good I like Jersey Mike's. I have affection for it. It's good. They do a good job. Well, yeah, John. I think that's a great score. Personally, I think it's I think a great score. And um, thanks. I uh, <laughs> I I concur quite a bit. I I am I going to be hand holding on this? There's a possibility. I I kind of didn't see what the big deal was with Jersey Mike's, and it's time for me to face the music, Wags. mm Hmm. This is maybe as far as like national chains that are that on the subway level that you that are that are everywhere. And at least in my experience, everywhere is just Boston and LA. But still, yeah. I can get this in Quincy and I can get this in LA. And that to me is is that 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 that's the test to me. And I think it's one of the best ones that there is. I I, I think it's really, wow. really good. I mean, it nice. is. That Italian yeah. sandwich, I told you, Wags, you were looking for Italian sandwiches recently, and what did I say to you? This was uh, this to be clear. This was in 2020, back when I was eating meat, which I don't do anymore. Oh God, but fuck! Yeah, but you. yes. What did I say? I said you, it's hard to beat that Jersey Mike's Italian sub. Yeah, we were. I watch was, out you for and my me. mommy's tummy. <laughs> <laughs> Watch those banana peppers. My mommy's tummy. <laughs> My mom was chowing down this thing. She got, gave her a bite, and I got fucking pissed. Wow. <laughs> she she took too many one too many bites, Wags. But uh, I told you this Italian sub is in L.A. You know, like around here, there's local spots. I can get a local Italian sub, whatever. People are sick of hearing me say that. But in L.A., if you're not going to get in a godmother down at, at Bay City's, Order order yourself up a, a Jersey Mike's Italian sub. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah, it's really fantastic. So I am going four forks as well. But wow, my score it's I'm having mine ookie. It's four uh four ookie forks. Oh man, oh. <laughs> that's vile. <laughs> so you're not even getting the sweet treat part. Ookie fork. Getting- yeah, you're just forking the cum. <laughs> Also, the like the worst utensil to eat cum with. Yeah, <laughs> really clumsy. There's, there's you no like worse. knives more. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd rather have a knife. knife is knife works better. Actually. Yeah. Licking cum off a knife. I've done it. Who hasn't done that? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's part of childhood, right? <laughs> Four forks hookified. That's my score. Wow. Oh my god. Very good score from both of you. Um I so you know, we're going heavy on the L, the local LA geography this episode. I'll contribute. Like you, Mitch, with your Selman order, I had an incident where I was using the Jersey Mike's app. And I was doing a little, uh, little, you know, socially distanced fitness at the park. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll get my Jersey Mike's afterwards. So I just hopped on the app, not realizing that instead of defaulting to my home location, it defaulted to the most uh, proximal location. And mm. so I went to the, my usual Jersey Mike's where they're super friendly. There, they're, they're so nice and uh, they, they run a great, they, they run a tight ship. I went in there to pick up my order. They know me. I'm a regular. And uh, they were like, they were like, are you sure it's this one? Are you sure it's not the, I'm at the the one on Venice Boulevard. They're like, are you sure it's not the Sepulveda location? And I checked the app and they were right. So I went over to the other location, uh, picked up my sandwich. Butchered. And they were super nice there. I, I What was that? Butchered. <laughs> Butchered. <laughs> I butchered it. <laughs> so it. I so I went and uh and, and I picked it up from there. It's super nice there. Uh, it, it, again a great pickup system. I, I I feel like throughout the time I've been going to Jersey Mike's the service has always been stellar. Mm-hmm. And I think their product is good. From a from a veggie vegetarian perspective or actually how about just from someone with any sort of dietary restrictions from that perspective. They have the sub in a tub. They have a good veggie sandwich. I wish they had more options. But, you know, if you're eating low carbs, they got the sub in the tub. If you're eating vegetarian, they got the veggie sandwich. If you're eating gluten-free, they got a gluten-free option. They kind of have this covered as much as a sandwich-focused place can. And I, and I, I think it's a great option from that regard. I'm going to not be in the hand-holding club because I'm going to go a little higher. Wow. Whoa. Double Welcome jizz. to the Golden Plate Club, Jersey Mike's. Uh, I am going four and a half forks. Wow. Four forks, two tines, and the two tines are are ookie. Wow. Damn. Four conventional forks, two two ookie tines. Ookie tines. (laughs) Wow. So So there we go. Well deserved. Well deserved. I hate having Italian uh, having an Italian in the Golden Plate Club wags, but this is this is good. I'm going to add, can I add Ookie to my four forks? Yes, yeah, you yes. can. Four you can forks and, and, an o- and, I, and uh, yeah, it's Ookie forks. <laughs> four four Ookie forks. forks. You know what? I'll make yeah. all my forks Ookie. Four and a half wow. Ookie forks. Okay. We're yeah, in the Ookie same. club. <laughs> so uh, uh, so that's, that's, that was our review of Jersey Mike's. By the way, I don't know if when we, we reviewed Jersey Mike's previously with Drew Charver, I don't know if it ended up in the Golden Plate Club or not. But if it wasn't, it's it's in, and if it wa- if it mm. was, then it retains its place in the Golden Plate Club. I don't know if Hallowed it is Halls. either. I it's have hard no to idea. think about it not being in the Golden Plate Club, but it it might depend on like what time of year it is, whether you're in the yes. mood for for. Uh, Jer- but Jersey Mike's is like, yeah, it's autumn, so it's like so lovely to get a a big sub. If it, if it isn't, can we can we blame it on Drew? Uh, we can just easily yeah, blame, we can it blame Tarver. All right, Tarver. Yes. One of the nicest people say, on earth. Summer is a good time for subs too. But yeah, let's bring, bring, blame it on Drew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here Definitely. we go. I, you know what? It was not in the Golden Plate Club. 
Wow. And in fact, Drew Tarver gave it four forks. <laughs> and Jersey Mitch, as I called myself then, uh, which I guess is I don't even remember the podcast for whatever reason. Yeah, what was that? I have no idea. Jersey, Jersey Mitch. Mitch. You had a Jersey Mitch bit, and, and you were Nick the Godburger Weiger. Uh, awesome. And uh, and we get we each gave what it, on Earth. I that's that is fiction to me. I don't remember any of that. Um, Christ, you'll never forget the Ookie episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> We, Nick, we each gave it 3.5 forks. Wow. Mm. We, I think we maybe went a little low. Uh, we and, did. Or, or maybe they've, they've upped their game because mm. this, was a, this was a wonderful experience. I really, really enjoyed my sandwich. And also, Do here, you remember this... your beef with it? No. Yeah. I will say that the roast spoon man is in here. Uh-huh. Um, oh, and you know what? I got a cookie and saved it and shared it with Nick and Drew live on the podcast. That doesn't seem like me. But the... Uh, the roast spoon man was less fuckable Friar Tuck. Ooh, it's pretty good. Less fuckable Friar Tuck. What? Mm-hmm. It, where did you? What resource did you just consult? This is a uh, Doughboy's Wiki. The oh, Dough- that's right. There's the Doughboy's Wikipedia. This is, a, this is a Doughboy's Wikipedia. Yes. Wow. Some maniac Shh. dedicates their life to Shh. not maniac. A that's great, great. <laughs> genius. No, it's it's not. It's very nice. It's just confusing. <laughs> It's a little ooky. It's a little ooky. <laughs> you don't want to meet that guy. <laughs> Wags, here's a crazy yes. thing. In your intro, you talk about the Sopranos. Oh, wow. Man. All right. Wow. Look, this is just embarrassing. We don't remember anything. That's incredible. When, when did we record this episode? Two months ago. Yeah. You guys do a lot of these. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. It says here in the intro, I said, woke up this morning, got myself a sub. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, the Sopranos might come to mind if you're buying a sub called the God. Like if you're buying Italian, like Capicol, Brajol, like that's all they talk about. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Nick and I are huge hacks that definitely made that joke. (laughs) Oh, no. And and since we're hacks, we're still making the joke to this day. We're fucking losers. That's right. Anyways, that was our review of Jersey Mike's. That's right. Wait, I, don't, you don't do the fucking segue. Why not? Stop trying to be the captain. I'm the captain now. You are not the captain now. <laughs> it's time for a segment. Mitch and I are going to sacrifice some foodstuffs for the remainder of the year. It's time for my snackrifice. Cheetos or cheese hits. Choose one. We'll eliminate a snack for fun. Then we can't eat it for months. This has years to our lives. My snack rice. I just want to eat some snacks again. Wow. Very good. Wow. We we might need you to recap those lyrics uh the cure drop style. Okay. Cheetos or Cheez-Its. Uh-huh. Choo- choose one. We'll eliminate a snack for fun. Then we can't eat it for months. This adds years. To our lives, our snack or my snackrifice. 
Very good. And then I just want to eat some snacks again. I liked it. You know what? Listen to Creed for a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of Creed, and that song's fine. It's fine. It's a fine song. My, It's my sacrifice. Can you take me higher? Yes. And, and those are two... I get that they're like a like they're not a cool band, but uh, you know what? I know that I and I know that I also make fun of everyone who likes star some Star Wars movies, but <laughs> I just don't get it when people make fun of certain bands. I who cares? Yeah. Who they're cares? They're pretty about? muscular, you know. They are muscular. They're I mean, like, like I don't. <laughs> think, and they're like I, I know that they're like a re- there's a religious element, but it's just a funny that they're a, a punching because even I mean like. All, most bands are are not great, right? And they just have one or two songs that people like. And I think this that's those two songs are fine, right? I think those songs are so ubiquitous that it yeah. just became like, oh my god, how many times can I hear? Can you take me higher? Yeah, that's right. true. Yes. Yeah, it, we're kind of oversaturated, and and I I think there there's maybe I, I'm wondering if you personally, Mitch, that you're maybe a little defensive about this. Uh, because of your own fandom for the often maligned Dave Matthews band. Mm, yes, that's Where probably they, part of it. DMB kind of a punchline, but uh, they're a good band. Look, for so long, just so many snarky comedy kids in the UCB world. It's true. Would be like... Who don't like Dave Matthews? Yeah. and uh, Yeah, they, they, would, they would make fun of it. But then they'd also be like, I loved Blink-182. And I'm like, that's just as dorky to me as Dave Matthews' band is. Totally. Right. So, no, it's not. It's less dorky than Dave. It's a little <laughs> less dorky. Blink one eighty two is a little bit is definitely dorky, but I feel like I do feel like the Dave Matthews band. But Dave Matthews, like every time I see him interviewed, I'm 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 just like, man, he seems like the best. Like yeah, he's, he's it, a great. Yeah, he seems like, like a cool great dude. guy. I mean, he, yeah, just like a good. He is guy. a great guy. And then there's yeah. always the story about he dumped the shit off the bridge. Who cares? It wasn't him who did it. It wasn't him. Yeah, that was the driver was. The, the the band volunteered to offer up their shit as DNA evidence so they could see if it was actually their tour bus or not. Damn. It wasn't them. It was the driver. The driver was being a misfit. Man. Anyway. Oof. Let's get I into my sacrifice. to get the shit dumped on me. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, let's get into my sacrifice. All right. So the categories that I have written down here. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I'll let you drive it. We got three different categories here. Yes. And and John, we're gonna say three different snacks from this category. You don't have to. You don't have to join Nick and I in this. I will sacrifice a snack. Wow! Wow! Just to for the hell of it, and why not? I will. Well, wow. we got we got three different categories. We got peanut candies, Nick. Mm-hmm. We got chips, and we got sodas. Do you, so the first are, one a little bit more specific than the other two. Yes. Oh well, do you want to say do you want to say the more specific categories? Go for it. No, I thought we got I thought we'd we'd nailed this down, but I just wanted to make sure that this is what I have. What I have is is the category one peanut based candy bars. Yes. Category two, Coca-Cola varietals. That's right. And category three, Doritos flavors. That's correct. Yes. This sucks. So, I mean, I, 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 the, the, I don't want to give up any of these. It's going to be bad. Um, but well, we'll, we'll see what's going to be sna- what's what the sacrificial lamb is for each yes. category. Um, let's, let's begin with peanut-based candy bars. Yes. What are our candidates? 
the three candidates to be sacrificed. Candy dates, if you will. The three candy dates to mm-hmm. be sacrificed. Yes. One, Snickers. Wow. Two, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Already wow. tough. It's hard already, but hold on. John, there's a third one, and it doesn't get easier. Three, Peanut M&M's. Ooh. We have to this sacrifice is- one of these and not eat them for the rest of the year, Wags. This is not fun for us at all. Why did we do this? Who knows? And, and this pun. is the kind of one where, like, you'll you'll you know you'll say like, all right, fine, uh, peanut M and M's, and then all of a sudden, you know, movie theaters reopen in July, yep, and you can't have your favorite concession, or you, you're like, you know, you know what, fine, I don't eat Reese's peanut butter cups all that often, but then Halloween comes around, and you can't have one of those Reese's pumpkins. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's it's tough. Uh, but but John, let's start with you. Uh, you a gut reaction or or your your initial thoughts? Uh, Snickers, peanut uh, peanut M and M's, and the Reese's cups. Like giving up Snickers for me is no big deal. I don't, I'm not like a totally into Snickers. Um, Like I won't get a Snickers a lot. I would rather get a take five Mm. um, than a Snickers. So I usually choose choose that, but I do eat a lot of Reese's cups and it's a very, that is something I eat. The other peanut butter thing I eat is those pretzels with like dehydrated peanut butter in the middle of them. Mm -hmm. And I love them. And I pour honey on them in my house, like a slob and eat them over my sink a lot. (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. And like a 2 AM, like food hole thing. Um, but yeah, I look, I'll give up Reese's cups. I think it'll be good for my body because I do. I eat them more than any other, Reese's wow. cups are genuinely something I get a lot, like probably about, you know, 20 to 30 times a year or so. Like, yeah. John, um, my, my friend, mouth was agape. You yeah, sacrificed, you we sacrificed your favorite. Shocked. Unbelievable. It'll be good. And honestly, weirdly, a friend of mine, my friend Jason got addicted to making, he got so into peanut butter and chocolate combos that he started cooking and making his own. And so... Like I, I ate those like kind of like at his house for a while and was just like, well, I got really into, and that got me even deeper into Reese's cups. So it would actually be a really amazing sacrifice for me to wow. sacrifice that. That's yeah. wild. Also, rest Nick, we should talk about the punishment. If you break the sacrifice, is it? That's Uki? right. It is. Okay. <laughs> you have to suck. Friend of the podcast, you have to suck him off, Matt Kowal. He's agreed to it. Yeah. Oh, I know Matt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's cool with it. And Matt, you're married. That's fucking bullshit. That's fucking sick, man. It's su- you're, 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 mar- married. you're married. You're married, man. You're that's sick. Hey, he and his wife that's might a have sacred a sacred vow. <laughs> he and his wife might be Polly. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You don't want to make any assumptions. Maybe it's fine. <laughs> yeah. If you break your sacrifice, you get to suck off Kowalik. Yes. Um, and you know he's going to be rubbing it in your face as you're going down on him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's what you're into, right, Nick? Maybe. Might be fine. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, 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 I will all right, say Let's my... say this, Wags. We should say this. If we do break yeah. it for real, you owe me $5. Okay. I'll give you $5. And if you break it, uh, you owe $5. To Peter, 
Oh my God. <laughs> you must make a donation in my name. <laughs> wow. All right. All right, fair Careful. enough. Careful. Calm down, Mitch. Not P-I-T-A, PETA. <laughs> I know you were excited for a second. It's excited so, uh, to make a donation to PETA. Yeah. An organization you support. So I got the, the, the of the peanut-based candy bars, I do like Snickers, and I mm. do like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Uh, ben, I like all three of them. And peanut M and M's were a, were a fixture in my home, my childhood home. That was just like a snack, like a candy dish snack my parents would have, and I I, I love just munching on those. But I think, you know what, I'm going with daily. My favorite of the bunch, Reese's peanut butter cups. I'm not gonna have them. Why not? Why not? De- why not deprive myself of these and see what happens? I'll, I'll Snickers are fine. Uh, peanut M and M's are fine. Reese's Cups, you're out of the picture. Wow. Well, my question is, if I give mm-hmm. up Snickers, does that mean Snickers ice cream bars, too? I think so. Ooh, great question. Shit. I think so, yeah. That's a big loss. Because uh, you can get your fix, then. It's even yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, that changes everything. Because, honestly, in that case, I'd probably give up the peanut M&M's. Hold on. But I like truly can't give up peanut M and M's for the fact that if the movies come back, I'm yeah. gonna want to eat peanut M and M's. Um, but that being said, I don't think theaters will come back. Movie theaters were basically stabbed in the back today by Warner Brothers, so uh, I guess I'm gonna have to uh, sa- sacrifice peanut M and M's. Wags, wow. Peanut M&M's out wow. of the picture for Mike Mitchell. Let's move fuck. on to Coke varietals. That's, no, fuck. I can't give up peanut M&M's. <laughs> I'm giving up Snickers and wow. Snickers ice cream bars. That sucks, though. Wow. That's that's tricky. But yeah, honestly, probably calorically, that's that's the best bet to, to yeah. give up. I think those are pretty, pretty unhealthy. Uh, let's get into Cokes. Fuck. So what do we have, Mitch? We have Coke as the first option. Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. As the second option. And the final option, Nick, Cherry Coke. Coke, Diet Coke. Cherry Coke. Which are you going to sacrifice? Uh, this is a snap decision for me. This is easy. Diet Coke's out of the picture. Because wow. I drink so little just actual soda that when I want it, I want a, a straight up like full calorie cola. Because otherwise, because what am I doing? I, I will have plain sparkling water or flat water or iced tea. When I'm actually going to have a soda on that rare occasion, I'll I'll give me a Coke, give me a cherry Coke, uh, but Diet Coke, I could live without it. I live without it now. Uh, what what do you think, Mitch? Hmm. This is tricky for me too because it's another thing of if theaters come back, the first thing I want is a big cherry Coke at the movie theaters. Sure. But I love a, just a, a nice Coca Cola. Such a great treat. Sometimes I love a Coke. And I still drink Diet Cokes too often that I just can't get rid of it. So I have to get rid of arguably my favorite one in a way. I have to I have to sacrifice Cherry Coke. It sucks. Wow. I know. Well, you know what? I think you'll still get that experience. You'll you'll get like like eighty to ninety percent of the pleasure if a movie movies do come back of getting a, just a regular Coke and mm-hmm. sitting with it in the theater. That's that's true. And, and some buttery popcorn that will be great. Yeah. Uh, John, what what do you think? 
Well, I I agree in that I love Cherry Coke at the movie theater with ice. Otherwise, I really don't like it. But Cherry Coke with ice, like movie theater ice, is so good. Yeah. Um, I can't give up Diet Coke because it's like acting juice. <laughs> it's like it makes you good at acting. And so you can't give it up. But um, mm. maybe I'll give up Coke. How about I, I, I'll give up Coke? Because I drink that more than I think like Diet Coke is is imp- like imp- I really like it. It's it's important to my like it really gives you like true once the coffee's done, you get that diet coke in you, you really you really feel like a person again. So I oh, think interesting. that it would be tough to give that up. So I'm I'm I I got to go with regular coke, which I yeah, I really like Mexican coke. So I do have that like a few times a year, so I'll I'll give that one up. Sacrifice wow. it. Sacrificed. Wow. Wow. Coke heavy, sacrificed for John Daly. Let's get to the third and final category: Doritos flavors. Mm-hmm. Nick, the Doritos flavors are nacho cheese or nacho cheesier. Mm-hmm. My favorite, Cool Ranch or Cooler Ranch. Yes. And then finally, the final one is all other Dorito brands. Wow. So encompassing everything else. Mm-hmm. Mitch, you, you are. Uh, let's let's have you start for this one. This to me is too easy. And I think that we should make it something harder than all other Dorito brands, because my sacrifice is all other Dorito brands. I'll stay with. I'll stay with Nacho Cheesier and I'll stay with Cool Ranch and I'll be very happy. That's all I need. Wow. That's but probably all you're in, you, you'll encounter, too. I mean, yeah. In bowls. Well, how would you make it more? So, how would you up the difficulty then, Mitch? Is it it a Sophie's choice? Is it either or nacho cheese or Cool Ranch or all Lay's chips instead of uh, instead of all other Doritos chips? I think that's still. Oh, wait, all Lay's chips. So we're talking Fritos, Cheetos, everything. All Lay's brand chips. Mm -hmm. That makes it tough. That does make it tough. But then, if you do that, you can do. You can still do nacho cheese or Cool Ranch Doritos. Let me quickly make the case for all other Doritos flavors. You got your flaming Hot, mm-hmm. and that counts for a lot. If you're something of a heat seeker like I am, you got your flaming Hot, and you got your Spicy Nacho, and your Sweet Spicy Chili, uh, even your Poppin' Jalapeno if you want to go that direction. So if you cr- you're craving some heat from your chips, you got to have all other, other flavors. The Tapatio ones they have. Yeah. Also, the straight-up regular... Doritos, like the just the tortilla chip flavors, are a very good tortilla chip. You don't encounter them often, but that was the first Doritos I had. The the just like straight up regular tortilla chip. Jesus, and, back in nineteen fucking seventy three, <laughs> you ate Doritos before nacho cheese. It it did not predate nacho cheese, but it did predate Cool Ranch. Wow. So this was this was a pre Cool Ranch era where they were just regular Doritos. Those are good. So. I will say, as much as I like Cool Ranch, ah, fuck, but I, but not, but uh, I do like Cool Ranch. You know what? I'm gonna give up Nacho Cheese, wow. my favorite Dorito flavor. So you, so cool just Ranch to be clear, yeah, you're, you're you're giving up the Doritos Locos Taco as well. Mm. Shit. Yes, I am. Wow. Yes, I guess I am. But oh, wait, you're vegetarian, meat, right? anyways, you asshole. Yeah. But I can get it with beans in it. Oh yeah, oh, you can that sub sucks. you can sub beans for 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 meat at at Taco Bell. I'm gonna say Cool Ranch, and then you know the flaming hot nacho will carry me through the absence of the traditional nacho flavor. Uh, John Daly, nacho cheese, Cool Ranch, all other Doritos. 
Um, I, I can knock out. I'm not a, you know, I just don't eat Doritos. I just, I'm not wow. a Doritos guy. I'll, I'll eat some and maybe at a party or, or like a Super Bowl kind of thing. Like, but I, I just don't, they're not my chip of choice. Um, I'll mm. do a lot of like uh, chips and salsa, but, but I'll probably give up Cool Ranch because wow, those are the only ones I like. That's the only real sacrifice because, and that opens the field to trying, because I would, you just said there's Tapatio Doritos. I didn't know that. So I would like to try that. So that kind of opens like, you know, flaming hot. I mean, I don't know. That's probably bad for mommy's tummy, but I'll, uh, <laughs> but it would be fun to have the option to try an exotic brand. So right. yeah, that's my, yeah, I'll give up uh, Cool Ranch. That, I, John Daly really embodying the true yes. spirit of my sacrifice. You, you, you played the game yeah. better than Weiger and I did. Yeah, a snack, really it's impressive. a real sacrifice. Yeah, it's it a is sacrifice. A, it is a true sacrifice. Look, we've all made we've all made sacrifices today, uh, and maybe we're better for it, Nick. Uh, let's hope so. Mm -hmm. Just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open up the feed bag. And hey, we have a voicemail today. Let's go ahead and listen to this. Hey guys, I'm just wondering what your go-to move-in meal is. You just finished unpacking all your shit. What are you going to eat? Thanks, love the show. Bye. I'm Joseph, by the way. Thanks for the question, Joseph. What was that sound at the end? A dog? I don't know. Was it a dog? Car or horn? A car horn? Should we listen again? Did yeah. he step off a stool to hang himself at the end? <laughs> <laughs> kicked it out hey guys i'm just wondering what your go-to move-in meal is you just finished unpacking all your shit what are you gonna eat thanks love the show bye i'm joseph by the way whoa <laughs> i think, I think it was, was a, a giuliani stool. style fart yeah. <laughs> dry ass fart no it would be great if that was his last act just like <laughs> he's swinging in his garage right now. His last words were, I'm Joseph, by the way. <laughs> Joseph, I hope you're still with us. And uh, yes, I, this my answer is 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 an easy one. Wags, I've loaded all the plates in everything. I moved in. I still got stuff in boxes. I'm bringing some more boxes into the house because I'm ordering up some pizzas, Wags. Easy. Oh, that's great. Easy. You don't you don't have to use the new plates that you just packed away, or if they're in a box, you don't have to get them. You just eat right out of the fucking pizza box. It's a pizza. Easy. I mean, I use that so many things that I get. I get pizza for so much shit, but that moving in, that's another one. Uh, terrific, simple answer. I, I one I've never thought of, but yeah, pizza for moving in. That's that's perfect. What a natural fit. Um, uh, plus you get to just find the local pizza place that's, that's near true. your new apartment. And then John, how about you? Man, if it sucks uh, and you got to move yeah, it again. Yeah, it sucks. That's a bummer. Yeah. I, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, um, kind of similar, but I think just local anything, like you see the thing mm. you see, you're like in a new place and you're like, Oh, let's try this. We might as well try, start trying restaurants now. And then you try some, some place. So local something, but pizza works definitely. But Anything like you try some some place and you know maybe you think it's really good and then a couple months later you're like what were you thinking I mean, these are the really good restaurants and then you jizz all over the food and you come <laughs> on the food and then you eat it it's jizz covered food I don't know no but I think uh, yeah pizza's good I think pizza's a good 
Yeah, it's a great suggestion. I, li- I like going someplace local as well, and that actually reminds me of the <laughs> times I've done moves that are just like moves I feel like always it's a longer day than you anticipated. And at the mm. end of it, it's just, uh, I, you know what, you know, I found myself at a couple times after moving is just go to like an all night de- uh, uh, deli or diner, just a place that's open, mm. that's near the, the new place that's uh, that's open. You kind of get out of the, the the place you just moved into for a little bit that's maybe still got boxes abound and you just kind of like, you know, you get to decompress a little bit. And that's a fun experience. And also if it's someplace local, you're like, hey, this this diner I can walk to. This is right by our apartment and it's open all night. Mm, a diner's good diner's good also let me say this in recent years i've gotten into just getting some fucking like a like a cheap ass bottle of champagne from uh, the liquor store the grocery store for an event like this it makes it feel like an occasion and you don't have Mm. to break the bank you don't have to buy the fucking you know hundred (laughs) dollar bottle of verve clicquot or whatever the fuck you can just buy like a nine dollar bottle of champagne because wow. I don't know, my palate doesn't know the difference. I can't discern good champagne from bad. I just know it's bubbly wine. So yeah, just get some fucking cheap champagne and or, or some cheap prosecco, and that makes it feel like a party. We gotta get you up to the French Laundry. <laughs> 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 now wait, hold on. Oh, now are, are you saying just drink champagne, don't have anything to eat? No, I'm saying have that in addition to whatever you eat. Like oh, you're, okay. you're gonna order some pizza, get get yourself a little champagne from Seven Eleven as well, and wow. and treat yourself. Make it make it a little party, uh, or or sparkling cider if you don't drink alcohol, but something bubbly. Nice. It's, it's fun. Uh, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, and Joseph, I hope you're okay. Uh, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at eight three zero go dough. That's eight three zero four six three six eight four four. And to get the Doughboys Double our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. John Daly, the album, which I will try not to butcher again. Lest I draw the dreaded butcher, a butcher drop. Butchered. God damn it. That, that was because of what you just said, not because that's of because what I, It's because I said butcher instead of butchered. Abracadabra, California. Mm-hmm. Butchered. God damn it. No, that was perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's uh, it, it, it's streaming available where everyone can uh, wherever anyone can find music. Uh, tell everyone about it and anything else you would like to plug. Um, it's my uh, seven inch record um, is out on Northern Spy at record stores near you. Um, and it is my legendary um, Chili Peppers song from 2014 Super Bowl when they played the Super Bowl and I pranked the world with yes. um, with that <laughs> song and then my. Uh, Lil Xan diss song, which I put out in 2018 on the B side, um, which is very funny too. Um, both are remasters and very beautiful, and it will be uh, uh, available. Yeah. So it, I, I said it was streaming now, but it's a it's a it's a physical record. It's a seven. Oh, it's inch. a record. Yeah, it's a seven inch record, and then I'll be putting out an LP next uh, next fall of all original songs. Hell yeah. And, um, yeah, but this is a, uh, it'll be back. I think it is sold out currently, which is cool. And, wow. uh, but it'll be back next year, the seven inch to get, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. I don't know what the proper thing to do is, but it's nice that people bought it and then we'll, uh, we'll do more. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess, I assume if you, I assume if people check out your social media, they can find more info about it by what you said next year, yeah. meaning this year, 2021, 2021. Uh, so- yes. And at John Daly and at John Daly Graham, the best place. Awesome. Check me out. Yeah. Check 
check that out. By the check way, the Abraca- Abracadabra California prank you did uh, was one of the goddamn <laughs> <laughs> was one of the funniest things ever, and it was so convincing. Like I, I, I know so many people who are fooled thinking it was a real chili uh, chili pepper song. Yeah. It was great. Um, That's good. Great. Yeah. Really, really, really great. Uh, so uh, awesome. so check that out. The album, Abracadabra, California. Mm-hmm. We are going to hear the title track to play us out. Until next time for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell. I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. Butchered. <laughs> Burning down the four or five. Man, I barely feel. On the next Doughboys Double, we're opening up the feed bag again. Yu Song Lu returns to help field your questions for the first biggie-sized feed bag of 2021. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>